York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. out New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here, <laughs> give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And you know what time it is, man. It's time for the gunshots because we about to celebrate a win. The Knicks beat the Kristaps Porzingis Wizards in commanding fashion 105 to 80. Nine gunshots for that, damn it. <laughs> All right, let's get to these stats. Randall, he gives you some 10 points and six rebounds and four assists. The block nest monster, the big man Mitchell Robinson, gives you 20 points, gives you 12 rebounds, gives you two steals, gives you two blocks. Gunshots for the big man Jalen Brunson, the captain. Gives you 27 points and five assists. And the Bodman Barrett himself, Broadway Barrett, whatever you want to call him, gives you 19 points. Shoots six of 13 from the field and lights it up for three. And the Knicks dismantle the lowly Wizards 105 to 89. And we are going to talk about it all. But before we talk about it all, let me introduce you my guys. First and foremost, I'm gonna introduce you to the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G. Ryan G's in the building. Glad to be here tonight with Jay Ellis and Jay Boogie. Let's get it, let's get it going. Let's get it started. That's right, that's right. And if you didn't know the two Jays have joined together to join the super group, introducing the preacher, the teacher, the man, Jay Boogie. What's going on, Jay Boogie? Gunshots for Jay Boogie's on the program. What's going on, dog? Oh, made you look. They shooting. Salute, salute, salute. <laughs> Safety, safety to everybody, man. On this beautiful Friday, man. Happy Friday, smiles everywhere, man. I hope everybody in the greatest form of health, man. We coming off our last preseason game and we turn it into a dub, man. Let's go, man. I'm here with the man, and I'm with the real J that came before me. That's the official J. I only got one letter. He got three letters. That's the official <laughs> J, right? <there. laughs> <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Yo, the, the yo, Loki, yo, my boy used to call me Jay Boogie for like a year. I, I was into like break dancing for like a good six months and then I, I let it go. But that's another story. That's another story. You the real Jay Boogie now. I retired that. <laughs> Nah, 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 you got you to tell that breakdown story one day on the show. <laughs> nah, yo, they had like, they was teaching people how to six step in, in my in my school. And I learned it in like a day. So they was like, oh, but I couldn't do anything else but but that and pop lock. But that's another story. That's back in the day, man. I, I, those days are, those days are gone. Those days are gone. <laughs> yo, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Winston Ellis. Shout out to Alexander. Shout out to Into the Knicks first. JT Reddick. Paul Butler, JT Redick, everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Now let, let's get into it, man. I gotta start off like this. 
I got to start off like this, okay? First and foremost, put some respect on my man's name, all right? Mitchell Robinson did not come here to play. Yo, flex on him, Jay Boogie. Flex on him. People keep telling me, oh, he's not worth the contract. All he can do is dunk. All he can do is, who cares? Who cares? He's the best dunker. He's the he, he's a defensive anchor. He is the best offensive rebound in the league. And he's perfect for us. Would I like him to shoot threes? Sure I would. Would I like him to expand his offense game a little bit? Of course I would. But what he does, he does well. And you see the impact that the blockness monster has when he does what he does well. He cleans up mistakes. He blocks shots. He steals. And in the off season, this man was working out. Did you see? Did you see how much this man was running, Jay Boogie? Did you see this man was not getting tired, Jay Boogie? This man was on the Reggie Miller workout plan. This man was running up and down the court, running around screens, up, going to the dunking spots, getting the balls, and dunking over place, man. Mitch Rob was, was on fire today, man. What, what did you think about Mitch Rob's game, Jay Boogie? Man, I loved it, man. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? And last year when he bulked it up, you know what I'm saying, that, that worked out for him. Because, see, this year, you know, he got rid of the muscle, but he kept the strength. Yeah. You don't have to have muscle joint, you know what I'm saying, for not to have the strength. And now he's back in athletic, you know what I'm saying? He's in shape. He's running up and down the floor, and he's pushing himself. Man, I love it, man. That's how, you know what I'm saying, our big man back there backing us up. He got all nine people in front of him, four guys on his team, five on the other team. And he see the whole floor. He see the whole court. He letting everybody know what's going on. I got your back. I'm going to protect the rim. And then when we go on the other end, man, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna clean that glass. Like, I'm spraying Windex oh, yeah. on it. Be clean, you know what I'm saying? Give me extra clean, opportunity. I think he got three offensive rebounds in one possession. And we <laughs> shot three. The third one, we knocked it down, man. I love what Mitch is doing, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what they said in that movie, Malcolm. Like, Get your head out of my pocket. Y'all worried about <laughs> things, man. The wrong thing talking about his money and everything. He deserves his money, man. Anybody deserves some money. Why you think when you go to the store sometimes, you see the winos out there, you give them a little change. Everybody deserves some money, man. Don't never try to take no money out of nobody's pocket. That man doing what he got to do. I love it, man. I love it, man. And, and this is a good guy. This guy's contract is good. He makes $13 million in his final year, right? It's a descending contract. The Knicks did the right thing and they locked him up long term. And we yes. are now reaping the benefits. And I liked, I liked that he actually attempted to drive. He attempted to drive. He kind of slipped and fell and bust his yeah. head open a little bit, but he attempted it and that's all he can ask for. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, um, Rod. Go ahead. Yeah, man. So people complaining about Mitch's contract. I only got to say one thing. Can Mitch add more to his offensive game? Of course he can. But what Mitch does at an elite level is he protects the rim, blocks shots. He can finish at the rim at an elite level. And he grabs offensive boards at, at an elite level. And that justifies his contract right there. And he showed tonight why he is worth that contract. And the hustling thing. I love it because there was one play, I think he grabbed the offensive board, dunked it, and then I think Kuzma was, I think Wizard on a fast break and Kuzma was trying to yeah. lay it up on the other side. Even though, he right. got the go, even though it was a goaltending call, the fact that he dunked that and ran all the way down court to even try to block that shot, right. amazing in itself right there. And 
Mitch just showed tonight why the Knicks gave him a four-year, or was it $60 million contract? $60 million dollar descending contract. Yes, sir. You got it right. He, he definitely showed tonight why he's deserving of that contract and why he is our man in the middle anchoring the paint and guarding the paint and making sure that nobody can finish at the paint. Mm. That's Mitch right there. Elite shot blocker, elite offensive rebound. Mitchell. Hey, yo, one, one more thing real quick. Go ahead. Do your thing. If the league wouldn't have changed the all-star stat, as far as, you know what I'm saying, the individual um, people that be, like, you know, they had the point guards, the shoot guards, small forward, power forward, and the centers. If they went back to the normal format, Mitch this year would be the number two center for the East. Point Blake. Mm. They played the all-star game the other back in the day way. He would be a center coming off the bench right behind MB. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And the thing is, you know what? I do there is value in having these stretch fives. Me myself, Muted. I've been pushing for a stretch five the whole Unmuted. time. You know? The whole time. Right. And I'm glad that Hartenstein is here to kind of give us a different dynamic and give us that stretch five in spots but that does not mean that i still don't value mitch robinson and i know some people saying talking about hartenstein starting the more and more i see mitch on the defensive end the more more i see his motor going up the more more i see his freak athleticism taking over the more i see there is zero chance that hartenstein starting outside of injury you know and this is not to say Hardenstein is a bad player. I'm not crapping on Hardenstein. I'm very glad he's here. But this is Mitch's spot. He earned this. He's been starting here. And he's going to clean up for our guys in the first unit. And to be honest with you, I do feel like Tibbs is kind of tinkering with the idea of, of playing Hardenstein with the first unit because he's done it yesterday. I mean, last game, and he's done it today as well. So you will see it. We will see it. He just won't be started. You know what I mean? All right. And also, you know, what I also want to say, I want to, I want to talk about with the limited spacing, right? We have one of the smartest point guards in the NBA who knows how to operate in that limited space so far. And that my man is Jalen Brunson and Jalen Brunson once again, you know the NBA 2K, the little floor general rating? His floor general rating is off the charts for us because he had another brilliant floor general game today. What do you think? Of, did, you, did you catch Jalen Brunson's game, Ryan? Did you catch that game? Did you catch the 27 points he dropped on people's head, Ryan? Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I most definitely caught that tonight. Um, I know there was a little bit of concern with his game, with the last game he had against the um the Pacers, you know, about him, you know, going up against longer defenders and him being able to penetrate into the paint and finish at the rim and things like that. But tonight he showed because the Wizards have a big in, um, I think his name is Gafford, that's pretty good at defending the rim and blocking shots as well. Yeah. And despite he was still able to get into, he was still able to get into the lane, finish some floaters. He was good from three-point range. And he pretty much controlled the pace today. And Jalen Brunson, again, showing tonight his worth for the Knicks and showing how we got a complete upgrade at point guard. And it's like night and day with him at point guard as opposed to Alec Burks. 
Night and day. Not night and day. And we was, you know, we was treading water with Alec Burks. We we got the to the fourth seed with, with Alfred Payton, but with Jalen Brunson here, who knows what can happen with this team. Now, this is still the Wizards. This is still like one of the bottom feeder teams. But when you play a bottom feeder team without Christoph Porzingis, you got to smack them. All right. That's just what you have to do. You can only play what's in front of you. And that's what we did. And we smacked the crap out of him, man. We did our job. That's all you can ask for. Jalen Brunson did. You see these stats? 27 points. Five assists, 62% from the field, uh, 10 to 16 uh, from the field, 60, 60% from three, 60% from three, and controlled the pace like no other. Thoughts on Jalen Brunson, Jay Boogie? Man, I don't even listen to what the public say. I know this game too much. I've been watching it too long to know when, when you got a lion. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we got. You know, we got somebody that can come in there that can communicate, show leadership, determination, and give you the heart. Give you that grit. He's just a straight New York ball playing guard. And, and it shows all the way across the court. It's just his demeanor. You know what I'm saying? His appearance. You know, it shows all the way up. And, and you just see so happy that we got this guy. You know, it's it's because of us that used to say those so so many things, negative things. He's too small, his length. You know, all this and that. You know, they was even saying that when we was talking about the other guy comparing him. You don't even hear him say nothing about height over there in Cleveland. But right here, what we got going on right now, they need to stop all that because he's satisfying every, every need that we need for us being a point guard. You know, it's been too long since we had a point guard. Somebody can just take control of the game, get everybody in their positions, make sure they're in place where they're supposed to be. And if you ain't where you're supposed to be, I pass the ball the way you need to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. Communicate with you, man. I got this. We got an opener and a closer. And he can make free throws. He can make a bad game become so good, you know what I'm saying, that you you forget that really he had a, a, a bad game unless you looked at the stats, man. I'm so happy we got, you know what I'm saying, a point guard right here, a general, a poor general. general that can, you know, lead the floor, that can close in the paint, that can make baskets, can make decisions, can make passes. He can do everything, everything we needed, man. Everything we needed, we got it in that that one-on-one, that, that number 11, a.k.a. the young Rod Strickland. He got him right there, man, and it's just holding me. I'm just so happy we got him. We're on the right direction. We're on the right direction. We should have been already had a point guard. But sometimes, you know, things, you know, it takes its time to work out, and it's worked out this year, man. Brunson, thank you, man, for choosing to thank go on you. your own path and come to Madison Square Garden, man, and lead your own squad, man. And Eddie, Eddie that deodorant come out under that Jason Kidd all bit. You know he got game. You know what to do, man. You come on, it. stop playing with us, man. You know it. You know they're sharing the dove deodorant. You know they are. <laughs> You know, you 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 ended Jay Boogie talking about his leadership, and that's one of the biggest things that hits for me. Before preseason even started, multiple players are talking about Jalen Brunson's leadership. Multiple, from Julius Randle IQ to R.J. Barrett, and we talked about X factors, right? And what uh, are X factors for this game and what are X factors 
that can propel this team to the next level. It's not even just Jalen Brunson's play that's an X factor. It's his leadership that's an X factor. Because when you have a leadership on the floor on Jalen Brunson and a potential leadership coming off the bench in Derrick Rose, now, now, now we're getting somewhere. Now it, it can propel people into another level. And I can start to see that happen right now. Like we already have guys who work hard. Like imagine you, if you have the guys who work hard, then you got a leader to lead the charge, combat everybody down, put them in their spots and get correct shots from the jump. And that's all we've seen. Even when the the starting unit wasn't like playing well, it wasn't because they wasn't playing well. It was because they was missing shots. They were still right. getting correct that's, shots. Yeah. And this is something that we couldn't say for I don't know how many years. Like it, it, it's a, it's crazy. The front the front the first unit is ready. The first unit is ready. That's it. We just ready. They like. We really just tuning it up for the second unit at this point. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. I don't know if you want anything to add to that. Oh, no, no, I'm good. I'm good with everything that you said. I'm ready to move on to the next topic because you was definitely on point with the first unit being good to go and the second unit still need a bit fine-tuning. Yeah, fine-tuning. Get that tuning for Mob Deep has to get ready. But we're not even going to... We're going to get to them later. We still got props to give out for the first unit because the first unit did this thing, all right? And, interestingly enough, we could have went forward and up. If the first unit yeah. really play, we just could have oh, been preseason championship. We talking right now? <laughs> Instead of you know preseason semifinal champions or whatever, Eastern Conference preseason, we would have the chip in preseason. But it is what it is. We still have time for the second unit. It's coming. It's coming. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna let them breathe. All right. So, salute to the chat though. Salute to chat. Um, salute to Winston Ellis, Chris Alessandro, Jason M, Picks for Timmy. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. If you want to call on and give your thoughts on the season, on the game, or where you're going, you already know what you got to do. You got to dial our number 319-527-6241. That's 319-527-6241. It's flashing right there on the graphic. There you go. It is. There, there it is. is. There it is. All right. Um, listen, I also want to get into the bottom line himself, RJ Barrett. So far, this season, right? This preseason, let me pull up these stats real quick. I want to be exact because I don't want to disrespect the man by being off by even the middle point, okay? Mm -hmm. RJ Barrett for preseason is averaging 20 points. 48% from the field. 30, hold on, 47% from the three-point line. This is before this game, by the way. I don't know. He, he played well today, but before we even got into today, this is what he's been averaging for his first three, for first three games. Been on point. Looks like he took the leap. That corner three, wet. Going to the rim, bully ball. Taking and one contact, finishing a higher clip. If he is getting his efficiency rate up now, what are people going to say then? What? What? RJ Barrett stepped up, man. What do you think? Of, look, is it me or did he take the next step? Because to me, it looked like he took the next step. 
Any of y'all can jump in. Whoever whoever feels the spirit. <laughs> All right, well, I'll say this. It's still early in preseason, so I don't want to say he's made that jump yet. I got to see how the regular season goes for me to fully say he's made that jump. But based on what we've seen in the preseason so far, his sh- jump shooting has definitely taken a step up, especially from the three-point range. Like you said, that corner three, he's knocking that down at a high rate right now, which I think is a big positive. And the fact that when he drives to the basket, he's actually finishing at the rim at a higher clip as well. So those are two positives to his game right there. And, you know, with him getting that big contract, you're, you're just hoping that he, you know, he's going to honor that contract by getting better year by year. He's still a, he's still a very young guy. He got a lot of years to go till he reaches his prime. So if we're seeing this in just his fourth year, can we imagine what happens in his fifth year, his sixth year, his seventh year as he continues to grow? So these are definitely positive signs from RJ Barrett right now. And what well, dude had 19 points, 12 rebounds tonight, efficient from the field again. Like he's definitely taking a step up. And if he continues this play, the Knicks are gonna go places this season. Dog, the finishing at the the rim. He he's actually taking contact. It looks like he actually has more of a plan when he goes to the rim right now. Sometimes I feel like he's freestyling. This time I feel like he's intentionally initiating the contact but for those of you who play ball you already know that there's like little nuances that you can do to, to get your your shooting percentage high when you get the rim and one of this is one of them is initiating contact first and with rj barrett being as big as he is if he does that first people are gonna be flying off of him like superman with the bullets you know what i'm saying so i've I noticed him starting to do that a lot more and he's getting tangible results. And you can tell even on the shots, the, the balance that he has on his three-point shots has improved massively. It just looks so smooth. Ah, uh, man, he looks he looks really good. The only thing I want to see how he runs more at the second unit and when he when he gets more command and gets to do more little ISO. Uh, that'll probably be the next step for him and creating off the dribble a little bit more. But so far, he's been really good in the offseason. I, I don't know if you have anything to, to add to that, Mr. Boogie. Man, man, all I can say, the baby face, the young key sweat, the Broadway Barry, <laughs> all, all the all the all the lingos you can call this guy that is right now. Yo, he is what he's doing right now. And the thing is, he went into this all to this offseason knowing what he had to do. See, last year he went into the offseason. They probably stopped him in his workout and said, look, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get rid of Bullock. So we're going to need you to be more of a defensive guy and all this blah, 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 all right. this going on. So he put a lot of that before his game, you know what I'm saying? But now this year, he already got the D. Now he really working on his game. He got the mid-range going. He driving hard to the basket. He knocking down that trade. He might be in, he might be a candidate for it to knock down the most corner trades leading up this year. Oh, the way yeah. that thing is following through. And he's knocking down free throws, man. It's just a lot of mm. things that you can see that, you know what I'm saying? relates to his game right now. Anything that he relates and makes his game better is only going to benefit the team. Uh, one of the guys are uh, breaking it down, saying something about if he, if he shot this percentage and shot that percentage, it should be that easy for him, you know what I'm saying, to average 23 points a game. Could be all-star Barrett this year, you know what I'm saying? He putting up the numbers like, you know what I'm saying, a jump start. If he get off quick to a quick start this year right there, the Knicks going to get off to a great start. Because RJ's not been a great starter since he's been here. That's he's right. always been a 
roller. So if he, he jumps off early and quick and early, watch out for us, man. I'm tired of the doubters. I'm tired of the haters. I'm Bats. tired of the ones that always got something to say about us all the time. You know what I'm saying? Just let us breathe, man. Let us play our game. Let us let us do how we want to do. You know what I'm saying? You a fan, so if you like if you like the team. Doubt this all the time. Bring some positive, some positive energy amongst us sometimes, and let us run. The more positive come in, the more you know. Say blessings we gonna see on the court. I feel a lot of electricity going on in the guard, and some teams about to get shot real quick and early, man. I can't wait. Ooh, they shooting. Oh, made you look, man. Hit them like buttons up too, man. Hit them up too, man. Yo, hit them up. Jay Boogie with the preaching. This is why Jay Boogie is the preacher. Yeah, it's given to you all at once. It's given to you all at once. All this preaching. Yo, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button if you love the show. RJ Barron's taking the next step. I can't. You love to see it. Man, love it. You love to see it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> and shout out to ESPN who plays commercials on their websites. All right. <laughs> gotta get them to face somehow. Facts. Yo, Jay Boogie got me so excited. I forgot what I was about to say, man. Jay Boogie, you have your whole mindset thrown off. I was going to add something to that with RJ Barrett. Dude. I just love going on, man. You got to understand basketball. You know, the great ones, the difference between the great ones, just real quick reflect on, on Brunch. And I know we jumped up, but. Some ball players they put pressure on the defensive player. Some ball players put pressure on the rim. But certified ball players put pressure on the game. Mm. That means you get every spot. And that's what we got at PG, man. I ain't talking about parental guidance. I ain't talking about point all George. I'm talking about point God. Point God is in the building, man. Put pressure on the whole game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, JB putting that pressure, dog. Applying that pressure, setting the table for everybody. So you got no. JB putting the pressure or along with RJ playing that, applying that pressure. Ooh, it's gonna be a long night. It's gonna be a long man, night. He's putting in work, man. You got Jay Jay Brunt, Jalen Brunson putting on pressure, RJ Barrett putting on pressure, Jay Boogie putting on pressure, JL putting on pressure. <laughs> Jay's just putting pressure on right there, man. Ron, we gotta get you a J, man. Matter of fact, Ron. <laughs> You gotta get a J in his. You gotta get you a J. We be changing your name today, Ryan. You Ryan J today, all right? <laughs> RJ Barrett gives you 19 points, 12 rebounds on the night. Shouts out to yeah. RJ, the bottom line, giving you the big rebound. But salute to you guys in the chat. Uh, you already know what it is. If you want to talk, if you want to chat with us, you already know what it is. Call that number 319 527 624 one also i want to i'm gonna talk about julius randall i'm very curious to see two things this season with julius one can he accept his role the way it is long term because there is a clear pecking order now tommy beard posted some interesting usage stats on Twitter. And in those stats, he proclaimed that Julius Randle has the fourth, fourth highest usage rate in preseason behind Emmanuel quickly one, RJ Barrett two, 
Jalen Brunson three, Julius Randle four. And so far it's been working, but we already know, you know, Randle has a propensity to want to take over games. Um, so I want to ask you, God, do you feel like this is sustainable for Julius Randle? Because to me, it's almost like it's too good to be true. <laughs> First and foremost, I don't think I'm comfortable with knowing that IQ has the highest usage on the team right now. <laughs> that has to change. I, I need I need Jalen Brunson to have the highest usage. Number one, I can need to drop down that list. But I'm but we're gonna get with IQ later. But, but I'm um, gonna say this: with, IQ is not gonna have the highest usage in regular season. Like he's not gonna be getting yeah, the minutes. I, I hope so. I, I hope I hope that I hope that's just a preseason trend. I don't want to <laughs> see that trend going into the regular season. But but speaking of Julius Randle, look. Like I said, we cannot make a huge judgment off of preseason. We kind of, kind of, we kind of got to temper ourselves a bit. You're right. But you're right. based on what we've seen from Julius Randle so far, if Julius Randle has really looked at himself in the mirror, which it seems like he has done, and he's gone into this season taking that lesser role, based on the preseason games we've seen so far, we played four preseason games. The Knicks are three and one. So he has seen that with him taking that lesser role and having other guys take bigger roles than him, it has resulted in winning games. So what I'm hoping is that the Knicks continue to win. And I think as I think if the Knicks continue to win games, I think Julius Randle will see the value in him taking a step back and taking that lesser role. And I think that it can't be sustainable long-term. I think where we'll go sour is if he takes that lesser role and the Knicks are losing. Mm. I think that's when it'll go sour and then that's when Julius Randle might revert back to his old self. But I think as long as the Knicks win and he takes that lesser role, I think he'll be good with taking that lesser role. Interesting enough, because I feel like it's going to be like around 500. So I wonder if that will be enough mentally for him to keep relinquishing that role. If we're like not blowing people out the water, but we kind of like treading water, you know, I kind of wonder about it. Any, any thoughts on that, Jay Boogie? Julius is turning he's, he's, Julius has turned this whole thing around already. Um, you could just pay attention to him. He ain't messing with the referees. Just look at his body language on the layup line. Look how he's trying to communicate with the guys. He's trying you see him, you know, smiling. You see him talking, and you know, he's doing his best to fit in. And then tonight was a big part. It was 19,200 in there. It was sold out in there, you know what I'm saying? And I was looking to listen to see, like, if Julius made done thing, missed shots, anything. They, you know, they wasn't booing him, you know what I'm saying? So Julius, the Gardeners gave you your opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to wash all that away, you know what I'm saying? That's Redemption. what we do, you know what I'm saying? We don't keep hanging on to things. Last year was last year. You got a clean slate. He continue on doing what he's doing. Just put the team first, you know what I'm saying? And go all out for us, you know what I'm saying? And staying happy, staying, you know, in tune with the team and, and just play his role. Then a lot of things going to happen for in the right direction, you know? He just got off the wrong foot last year, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I am a most improved player, all-star. He brought this dude in here just with a happy face because he's from New York. They ain't sit right with jump off, off top, point blank. But this year, now you probably got somebody, Jaden probably came in there and just had a one-on-one talk to him. Look, big fella, this is what it is. I'm mm-hmm. coming here just to help lead the team. 
I ain't trying to take nobody watch no one of you. I want you to continue on being you. But let me lead you and we can get there together. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, let me call RJ. Let's do it all together. Three the hard way. I used to call me and such and such and JL and me and myself. Three the hard way. Jim Brown, Fred Williams, and Jim Kelly. But that's what they are right now on the courts right now. You know what I'm saying? Doing what they doing. And Julius right now, he's having a good time. He's happy, man. And that's all we want, man. Julius turning up happy. You know what I'm saying? And do all the small things. And, and lead the referees and, and not getting attitudes and caught up to text and being mad at the people. It's another shocking thing. I'm telling y'all, man. Yeah, listen. At the garden, I absolutely agree with you. The garden, the garden will reward you for good behavior. Next Twitter never forgets. So stay off of Twitter. But the actual garden, the actual place will reward Julius Randall for good behavior. For for sure. And what I've seen from him so far is he stepped it up on the defensive end. I see him moving without the ball a lot more than I have seen him do it last season. Must be a testament to, you know, the way he's lost some weight. I actually feel like there's been times where I feel like his defense has been better than than RJ's to, to tell you the truth. Um I feel like RJ could have done a little bit better in the defensive end, but that's nitpicking. But Julius Randle seems like he's turning a corner. The real test, though, the real test is going to be when things go back. Because inevitably, every season, something happens. You hit a bump, you might hit a rough stretch, two-game, three-game losing streak. It might happen during a season. I want to see how Randle and those boys respond we inevitably hit a rough patch. I want to see how a rebound. I want to see if he comes down on his team, if he's slumping, if he's smacking laptops and going hitting that refs. And I want to see Jalen Brunson steps up and Derek Rose steps up and, and RJ takes a step. I, like, I'm really curious to see if this temperament stays consistent through the ebbs and flows of the season. But so far, preseason so good for Julius Randle, averaging 14.3 points. 48% field goal percentage in the preseason, not today, just the preseason in general, not including the numbers from today, and um, 35% from three. You know, better percentages than last year. Um, Not not the all-star percentages, but we, that's not what we expect. That's not what we expect. And I don't care if he averages least points, less points, as long as he's... Playing defense and being efficient, I'm fine. Super fine. All right. Shout out to the shout out to the chat. Thank you for watching. If you like the channel so far, hit the like and subscribe. We here after every game talking Knicks and talking. You also have um big Nick news that we also hit up as well. So if you like that Knicks talk, come to this channel at the KLT show. Like and subscribe, and you can also call in too. You already know 319 527 6241 is the number you can call if you want to call in. Um, but Friday is usually slow with the call in, but that's all right. We can go on to the next subject if you want to. And the next subject I would like to talk about is the second unit. Let's get to this cam subject. <laughs> Let's get to this cam subject. And I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let Ryan go. Because I know Ryan. He, I have a rule here at KOT. If, if when I'm setting up. 
and somebody feels really passionate about something as I'm setting up, I shut up and I let him go. All right. As I was setting up, Ryan felt passionate about the cam situation. So I'm going to shut up and let Ryan go. Go ahead, Ryan. All right. So going into the regular season, I mean, going into the regular season, the pre thought preseason, I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to give Cam a chance. He has four games to prove to us in Knicks Nation that he deserves playing time, that he deserves a spot in Thibs' nine-man, ten-man rotation. First and foremost, I want to present this question to the chat. Who here in the chat still thinks that Cam deserves a spot in that ten-man rotation? If anybody says yes, let me reach through the screen and smack you because you are dead wrong. The violence, man. The violence. What's, what's, what's ass is better? Hold on. No Hold on. Pause, pause, pause. Yes, press one. No, press two. <laughs> All right. Yes, press one. No, press two. All right. Go ahead. Continue. This man. And I like Cam. I have nothing against this dude, but I got to keep it real. This man does not deserve no burn this season. And the Knicks need to find a way to see if they can get any value back from him. Grimes came back from injury today. Grimes didn't even do much. And I'm like, I saw everything that I needed to see to tell me that Grimes deserved that spot in the rotation over Cam. And Grimes didn't even do much today. That's how much disgusting I am at Cam's performance throughout this whole preseason. And that's all I'm going to say. This man deserves no burn. This man deserves no playing time. When the Knicks are smacking the team by 30, sure, bring him into the game and let him get his two minutes in where he can act a fool and get his shots up. But that's it. No more. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Boogie. You have anything Yo, to say? Cam is still in high school. That's his problem. You know, Cam think he's in high school in the hallways with the girl. You know, saying when you're ball playing high school, the cheerleaders they want to be all up on you. He's still with the earrings. He's a pretty boy. Problem is, Cam, you got to realize your life is on the line. Your career is on the line. Your generation after you, and after your generation, how are you going to support these people? And the way you're playing right now, you're not going to be in tune for a contract, you know what I'm saying, that's going to take care of your game, you know what I'm saying. I don't know, you're lazy. You start to look worse than Kevin Knox, man, for real. And that's even that's even bad. At least Kevin will knock down, catch and knock down, you know what I'm saying. But you're just running up for the court, you know what I'm saying. You ain't even looking for the ball. You ain't asking for the ball. You don't want the ball. You're just out there. I watch him the whole game. Every time he just up the court, man. Nah, man, if you, your game is like it is, you need to be letting somebody know. You're supposed to be effective out there on the court, man. You went 0 for preseason. 0 for 4, man. 0 for 4, man. You know how hard that is, man? I don't, I don't you know, I, I ain't going to speak too much on Cam. But, yo, you know, we you know, we wasted a draft pick on this guy, man. We thought he was somebody. And we thought you would come here and be with your homeboy, the guy you play college ball with. That would turn you up and get you going. It's nothing going on. If if you can't turn it for yourself, what makes you think I can talk about you and try to motivate you and get you going? You know, we can't get you going. You got to get yourself going, man. 
The only place you're going to go is somewhere else out, out of the league, man. You don't want to be one of them guys later on in life and you be be on them documentaries, what happened to him. Now, I don't know what happened to him. He just sold out. His game was no good. It wasn't what it's supposed to have been, you know. And, you know, I just I just don't know, man. But it's all over with now. Rhymes is back in the building. All that's over and said and done too, man. <laughs> Find somewhere for him to go utilize him, see if we can get a second-round pick back for him or something right there. But he ain't getting no money from us, man. Nah, he ain't getting no money from us. I'm going to shoot him a little bit of bail. A little bit. Tiny bit. Don't put the house on it, though. I'm not putting a house on it. I'm not putting a house on it. Like some cigarettes. I don't know. But he looks like he's pressing, man. I, I look. It looks like he's feeling the pressure to me. Because this man came in the middle of the season last season and played better than he these has in these four preseason games. And my, my mind is still trying to wrap my head around what is happening. I've seen this guy go off in the Hawks. I've seen this guy drop 17 last season. And I'm looking at him now going, okay, you hit that shot. Why are you missing that shot right now? And I do agree that if you're looking at a pure basketball stance going, should can has Cam outplayed Evan Fournier? No, he has not played out, outplayed Evan Fournier. Um, when Grimes came in, Grimes shot a couple of shots, and the shots he missed looked like they were going in. And even though he missed shots, you saw Grimes drive to the basket dish it off, create an easy basket for Mitch. So even with his limited play, he still had like a little bit of impact in the game in other areas, even though he wasn't scoring, which is why Ryan is saying, I've been going Grimes over Cam in that little bit of space because Grimes still affected the game and he had zero points, you know? So there's a lot, it's looking bleed for Cam. It's looking bleed for Cam. And at the same time, I'll say this. It looks like you can't blame Tibbs. Tibbs is giving him every single opportunity. He had out, he held out Evan Fournier in practice and during the games to start Cam. Grimes came back today. He could have easily played Grimes coming off the bench and have him come off the bench with the second unit. And nah, he had Cam, Cam come on. So he's still giving Cam, he's still buying Cam time as much time as he possibly can. And I don't know how much longer he can actually play that game. You know what I mean? Because we start the season, we start Wednesday. I feel like Wednesday might be the last time that Tom Thibodeau can play that game where he can actually buy more time for Cam to get it together while he eases Grimes' minutes up even more. So he's doing all he has to do to give Cam the time, but Cam is not taking, he's not taking advantage of the opportunities. And a matter of fact, when we're looking at the way the lineups are going, Grimes played with the starters a lot today. Like a lot. So Anybody who was grumbling, talking about it's Evan Fournier's spot to lose. And we talking about we want Grimes, we want Grimes, we want Grimes. Y'all looking like y'all getting y'all wish. And not just y'all, me, because I want Grimes to start. Because Grimes definitely played with this, the first unit 
in the first and second half. So I would definitely look out for that moving forward. And I definitely feel like Evan Fournier was it too, because today the defense I saw Evan Fournier play today was crazy. <laughs> Did you see Evan Fournier uh, keep up with, with, with uh, Bradley Bill one-on-one? I've never seen Evan Fournier shuffle his feet so fast in my life. <laughs> he know the young boy coming. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> he know that young boy coming. I was like, wait, can Evan Fournier move laterally? Is that true? Like, you, he's coming. He's coming. So, Knicks Nation, I, I want to say Cam has a, a, is looking bleak for him on one end, but on the other end, it's looking like Grimes time. It's looking like the coach is sincerely looking to see what Grimes can do with the first unit. And it's not just lip service. So we gotta give we gotta give the coach credit right now. It looks like he's working things in. It looked like he was looking giving an extended look at Deuce and Grimes and giving him a chance. That's all you can really ask for. We'll see if they'll get more chances the regular season. But um I think Grimes is gonna is gonna take that leap, man. I think it's gonna be the year to grind. Yeah, and just to add on what you say, JL, it's like, you know, looking into preseason, like I don't wanna say that, you know him trying out Grimes with the starting unit in the fourth quarter is what he's is what he's gonna go with in the regular season. But knowing Thibs and his rotations based on previous seasons, he he does seem prone to benching Fournier. And I think what we saw in the towards the end of the fourth quarter where we saw Mitch, Randall, Grimes, RJ, and Brunson, I think that might be like a kind of foreshadowing as to what Thibs might be thinking at the end of games in the fourth quarter to close out games. Mm-hmm. And I think Thibs just trying to. I think Thibs are just trying it out, trying it out against the Wizards in that game just to see how it would go, and it looked pretty good to me. So, I, I want. I'm, I'm interested in seeing because I know usually Thibs like going with IQ, going into fourth quarters and closing out fourth quarters. But mm-hmm. I, I I don't know because with Brunson here, that might go away a bit, and he might be looking at Grimes to take that spot from Fournier and just close out with the. And they'll just close out with the first, you know, um, at the end of fourth quarters. Yeah, to me, Grimes' defensive instincts and the way he rotates is just way sharper. There was a play where I forgot who got beat. Was it IQ got beat? And then Grimes immediately kind of rotates and steps up and stops Beal from taking like a, a, a 18-footer. Like I seen him do that. And this is first game back. He's already sharp defensively with his rotations. And also, I'm looking at uh, Bradley Bill. He, like, bat down Brunson one-on-one as well, you know? So in those situations, you want somebody who's kind of astute on defense who's going to help proficiently in Grimes come and help him out and cover cover up for, for Brunson in, on times like those. So I think Grimes is going to be a good fit. He's going to be really well for us. So shout, shout out to Grimes. Hopefully, listen, is going to start, but I think Grimes is going to take over eventually. Straight up. All right. Yo, salute to the chat. Shout out, hold on. Shout out to my guy, Ippy Rick Nuggy Fresh in the building. Shout out to Nuggy Fresh, Be Civilized, everybody else who rocked the KTV show. Shout out to Twan Dons. Shout out to you as well. If you like the show so far, hit the like and subscribe button. We're here after every game talking that Knicks talk. And shout out to the legend, the preacher, Jay Bookie. 
here in the program. Shout out to Big Boogie. All right. Man, I, I appreciate you opening the door, and, you know, and having me, you know what I'm saying, rock with you, man. I appreciate you, my brother. Throughout throughout my small career, you know what I'm saying, you have been a pivotal player inside my career, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, helping Jake Boogie get established into this game, you know, that we all do, man. So I just wanted to tell you, man, I thank and appreciate you, my brother, you know what I'm saying. You deserve your flowers for everything you do, you know what I'm saying. You know, you constantly, you know, can bring forth the format, what you got going on. You constantly keep delivering. You constantly, you know what I'm saying, keep sharing. You don't allow nothing, and you know what I'm saying, intercept your space, no nothing, man. And that's what so many, so many people that's inside your chat, they love and appreciate you like that. Like I've always loved and appreciate you, my brother. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, they always call me the young Jim Brown. Before you even knew that, that's what I used to call him, aka the young Jim Brown. You know what I'm saying? Because his intelligence is like, like that. His demeanor, what he means to you know what I'm saying, to this fan base is like that, man. And it should never ever ever be without a Jay Ellis, you know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm saying, look at the watch. It's doing it in the nick of time, man. You go. He's, right <laughs> He's delivering you go. all the time, man. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you, my brother, for having, you know, having the space for me to come on and for me to share my voice, you know, and, and people can see who I am and everything. And I'm quite sure that goes a long way, man, for everybody else that rock with you. And shout out to Mr. Hebrew, man. Roy Hebrew. Man. That's yes, the sir. real preacher. It's the one that really delivers that word, that Bible, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know what I'm saying? I must, I must allow myself to say that for that brother. I wish he was here because it meant so much for me to be up here with y'all guys, you know what I'm saying? But I know he's here in heart and everything. And just to rock with your brother right here, man. The myth, the man, you know what I'm saying? Just to let you know that brother, that brother really like highly appreciate you, my brother. I know through one-on-one conversation that he appreciates you, my brother. We all like to know how somebody feel about us in life yeah. at times, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, man, that man really appreciates you. You know what I'm saying? The myth, the legend. That man right there, you always by the side, man. I salute y'all, gents, man. Absolutely. Jay, yo, man, we appreciate you too, Jay Boogie. The big old love fest here. Shout out to Raw Hebrew. Shout out to Ryan G and Jay Boogie, man. The touching words. Appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. My guy, Raw. My guy, yo. Yeah, and Jay Boogie, he's essential too. He always helps out all the content creators. He supports everybody. So I always salute you for that. And man, good nature die, man. Good dude, good dude. Was going, was going to the phones, but. I guess Reaper was like, y'all taking too long. <laughs> so I'm hanging up. It's cool though. We can move on to the next subject, which is the second unit in general. Oh, Sharon just came in just in time as we talk about the second unit in IQ. Because I already know we got the IQ hate coming. All right. The IQ and OB hate coming. The IQ and OB hate coming. Two, yeah, two for one. All right. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sherwin, man. Oh, and all right. First of all, let me just start off with IQ because that's probably the, the the bigger topic more than OB because IQ kind of runs more of the offense. Um, IQ started off a little bit, you know, shaky, but I feel like he started to calm down a little bit more and set up the offense. I noticed, um, I don't know if it's because Derrick Rose is in a game in a, or and he's more of a calming influence, or it might be because he looked he looked at some game film last game and realized he needed to set up the team more. But for whatever reason, he 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 passed a lot more today. And it wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect, but it's a step in the right direction. And 
I'm not jumping off the IQ train. Yeah, you already know I'm IQ high till I die. But um, I, I'm just hoping that he gets together for a regular season because right now the first unit is ready. The first unit is ready, but the second unit needs to do some tweaking. But the thing I noticed about IQ, and I think the biggest problem he's having right now is he's trying to implement going to the basket a lot more this season. And I feel like he's having trouble figuring out when to go to the basket, when to drive and kick, and has to kind of pace himself in that that tree area. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like he's been going to the basket a lot and finding himself getting blocked a lot. And he needs to figure out that balance along with the playmaking and the shooting and the floater game and everything else. So see, he kind of has to recalibrate. That's what I feel like is going on in my mind. Hopefully he's able to figure it out once season starts, how to balance that even more. Um, uh, what do you think about that, Boogie? I don't like his last two games, point blank. Mm. He's out. Of, he, I don't like it. See, first of all, the last game against Indiana, Derrick Rose is not on the floor. So when you come in that game, it's up to you to be the leader to get everybody else in position to do what they was doing. Yeah, you get involved. You the playmaker. You the playmaker. But he comes in the game and feel like, yo, I got to take all the shots. You know what I'm saying? Like he's being pressured. Like somebody's taking his spot or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I got to, I got to launch. I got to take these shots. You know what I'm saying? And then come the night, you know, when Derry Rose is back, I don't like it. Number one, you handling the rock. No, it's time to be the sniper. If Derry Rose is out there, you need to play off the ball and receive the ball and get ready to take your shots. Derry Rose, you didn't even come get the ball from him. He don't. Nobody don't need to set you up. You need to set other people up. And the offense will run fluently through you, man. You know what I'm saying? Let him catch and shoot and let that J go. That's what we love about no hesitate, fire and let go. When you start doing all these other things, trying to, like you said, trying to figure out when to go, when to drive. If you're thinking about going to the basket, that means your first step ain't that fast enough for you to get to the rack, point blank. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. you know what I'm saying? Not find his game, but just play his game. You're a sniper. Catch and shoot. But when you come in that game and Rose is on the bench, you need to dictate the offense and get people going because you can get a shot almost, you know, whenever you want. Not almost when you want. You can take a shot whenever you want. You know what I'm saying? You're not really like crazy off the handle and get your own shots and all that. But you need to get everybody else involved instead of, you know what I'm saying, putting yourself before people who can't get themselves involved. You know what I'm saying? Be a team player all the way around, man. You got two generals to learn from. You got you got one one in Derrick Rose and you got one down in Brunson. Learn how to play the game through them two guys right there. Because if you don't, slowly but surely, slowly but surely, you're gonna find Deuce sneaking up, get ready to take your spot. Because Deuce is a similar version to Brunson, slow, unathletic. If he learned them ins and out like Brunson got, Brunson got ins and outs, cutting yeah. the dot. That's what he need to learn. You yeah. find a man. Get some of your time, man. If yeah. you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, man, come on, IQ, let's go. I told you, I've I been saying, yo, give them keys a long time ago. Now you act like I gotta take the keys, man. <laughs> give me no <laughs> keys back, man. <laughs> yo, the biggest oh. thing I want IQ to run to learn from Brunson is pace. Jalen Brunson is the master of pace. If if you watch Jalen Brunson, if Jalen Brunson is not the fastest guy, 
but all you gotta do, yo, more basketball tips. Walk, walk, walk speed, run, hezzy. That's all Jane Brunson does all the time, man. And that's why he never looks rushed. IQ sometimes he going a little bit too fast. If he takes a little bit of Jalen Brunson's pace and mixes that with his speed, he, he could be something, but he needs to pick that up. And I do agree he needs to shoot when he's open, but I also feel like he needs to, to mix in a driving kick game, Jay Boogie. I, I, I feel like he's going to the hole and getting blocked a lot, but sometimes he needs to realize when these guys have seven foot wingspans, I might want to go in there and dish to another guy because, you know, I collapse the defense, you know? So I think he should start to think about that. What do you think about that, uh, Ryan? Well, I think at the moment, IQ is thinking his game too much, I believe. I believe when he has the ball in his hands, he's not sure what to do. Like, he, he's, like he's trying to, like, when he has the ball in his hands, he's trying to decide, okay, do I pass it? Do I try to create my own shot? Do I try to set up another teammate? Like, at the moment, he, he seems indecisive with the ball in his hands. And go and last season, towards the end of the season, he was definitely more decisive with the ball in his hands. And it was a positive result for him. So I'm hoping that he can find that balance mm -hmm. to where, you know, when the ball's in his hands, he's more decisive and knows what to do with it. But at the moment, like Jay Boogie said, like, Last game, I did like IQ's performance. Tonight, I did like IQ's performance as well. And I was actually glad Rose was on the court with him because Rose is that guy that stabilizes the offense. Like, so when IQ's on the court and he's not producing, when, when the ball's in Rose's hands, Rose kind of stabilizes that second unit and actually makes something happen. So I know we were high in IQ last season, and rightfully so, because he was playing very well towards the end of the season. But now... It's like, I don't want to say taking a step back, but it seems like he's trying to find his groove right now. And this is why I think Rose is necessary in that second unit, because if IQ is going to struggle like this going into the season, then Rose is definitely necessary and just to cover up IQ at the moment until IQ can really find his groove back and really run that second unit. Yeah, and I want to start to think about life without roles, you know what I mean? Because that man is 34 years old. So at some point, we got to pass the torch. And we need guys like IQ and McBride to kind of step up to that plate and start to pass the torch and set up the offense and, and, and knock down shots. And you're right that we do feel more settled with roles because there were times when IQ couldn't go to the, couldn't go to the paint, gave it to Rose. Rose drives to the paint, doesn't up and under, and everybody's fine. I would like to see that type of chemistry happen with IQ and Deuce. And I felt like those two had some great chemistry last year. They, I feel like they had great chemistry last year. Um, maybe because it was coming off the heels of Summer League. But I, I'm hoping they can refine that chemistry again. Because, you know, at some point, Derrick Rose is older. He might get injured again. And we're going to need those guys to step up and do what they do. All right. So, salute and to the chat. Buddy ball. What happened? And stop playing buddy ball, you and Obi, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> stop that, man. See the whole court, man. That's what they this remind me when you go play free rig and you be at the gym and you and your man, y'all on the same team, yeah. playing with other guys, y'all they're just passing it one another. And don't get that dude the ball, man. That dude don't know what he needs to pass me the ball. I'm gonna pass you. That's all they doing, man. Come on, man. It's a it's a team. 
T-E-A-M. Together, everybody always matter, man. The whole team, man. Come on, man. I don't mind him doing it with the leak outs, but he, he could have passed Can the ball a few times. He, he was kind of left open and getting the ball. I, I do give you that. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and make and expect Cam to brick it too. <laughs> Yo. Y'all go crazy. Y'all go crazy. <laughs> Laugh me out my KOT hat. Y'all crazy. Yo, salute to the chat. Yo, I see we got a caller up today. Um, caller, let us know what your name is, where you're from, and what do you want to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Salute Ryan. Salute Jay Ellison. I gotta salute Mr. J Boogie. What's good? Salute what's good? To all. Salute to y'all. Um, I did the last game of the preseason. I was like, should I call now? Should I call the beginning of regular season? But I figure I'll call now. Good time. Uh, so far, just quick, quick, quick brief. So, you know, on everything that I see, as far as the starting unit is concerned, I like what I see. I know. You got the, like, RJ, hopefully translates to the regular season. He, his game is definitely, like, it's elevated, improved. And, you know, everything else is, like, it's just going to improve with time. But it looked like he really took a big, you know, a nice leap. Jalen Brunson, man, y'all done covered it all. I can't say nothing. Even as a Fournier, we know what you do as a Fournier, but he doesn't like he regrets. Randall, like what I see with Randall. I know there's people who are just always out on Randall, everything, whatever. But like Jay Boogie said, man, if you room for the team, you room for everybody on the team. Facts. And Randall, like he's playing, you know, Randall, like he's playing within himself, he's trying to figure it out. And he looks, uh, excuse me, he looks like he's he's got like he's at ease now, like he's like because last season he came in off of that crazy season, and it's like man, I got carried to my back. Now he's like, oh, I got carried to my back. RJ got paid, we got Brunson, I'm chilling. So hopefully, you know, hopefully that continues. And I think like Jason M said a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago that. They can just alternate. You know, Randall got to cook and Randall going to cook. RJ got to cook and RJ going to cook. Brunson and so on and so forth. Mitch. Yeah. Money man Mitch. The Loch Ness Monster. He just, he show, you know, he's definitely showing his improvement. The second unit, I think what's hurting the second unit the most is, uh, is, is, is a couple of things, in my opinion. It's the point guard play because IQ is just, it's always been my same issues with IQ since, since day one. It's like, he, he looks for his shot too much. That's just, you know, he looks yeah. for his shot too much. Like Jay Bookie said, now he's playing that, that buddy ball with him and Obi, and it's like, yo, if you want, like we all say, we want we want you to take the range to at least, if anything, be the second point guard, and you're not. You're not showing it. I'm not confident in, like, trading roles. Like, nah, we trade roles. I'm like, damn, what are we going to do? Because we're going to, you know, like, you're going to have to you're gonna put too much work on the first unit to catch up unless you figure it out. Because if he was at least moving the ball more around, even if the shot was breaking, it's like, okay, at least he can – he could be a floor general to facilitate, but that ain't happening. Right. Obi, Obi's Obi. You know, he, you know, you could depend on him for the fast breaks for the points, but he's got to get more efficient. To my opinion, with like staying down low and even even if you're not gonna go for the rebound, at least boxing out. It's like sometimes I feel like he got tunnel vision on one guy or like trying to like hold one guy, but it's like yo, you got the space all for the board or something. Be more of a presence. It's like you're good point. Open Cam. Yo, Ryan shows violence when it came to Cam. <laughs> but we can at least we can say he gave Cam the chance when necessary when it for preseason and Grimes showed what you know, Grimes already showed it. So Hardenstein, he's you know, we've gotta see it's only been four games, we gotta see. But what I do see is definitely he's gonna step on the boards, especially coming from that's why I think Pitt's gonna definitely have to switch up and, you know, have Jericho Sims in there because we just we are too much of a liability 
um, rebound-wise when it comes to the second unit. So that's right there to me. I'm like, second unit really scares me because I'm like, man, some days they have it versus, like, if we had yeah. the way second unit played last season, I'd be chilling. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm very confident. <laughs> but it's like, it's, just, it, it's not it's not meshing well. So hopefully in time, they could, you know, they could figure that out. But that's pretty much, that's just my observation for preseason. What I saw is seeing, you know, seeing in all the seeing with all the players. All right, all right, good breakdown. He gave the whole breakdown of the whole team. Shout out to my guy, shout out to my guy JT, man. Thanks for calling, dog. Great call, great call. Is Sir, he still there? All right. Hey, yeah, yeah. I thought he was gonna hit me the year to end it, but you just you just you just head off. All right, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> but yo, yo, shout out, shout out to um, shout out to my guy Sim, but Nixon in the building. Gunshots for Sim. He said. I agree, Rose, that stabilized by IQ. I think the thing with Deuce is that IQ doesn't have the same respect. When it's IQ and Deuce on the floor, IQ is the leader. When he is with Rose, Rose is the leader. Yeah, no, nah, I agree. And I feel... Here's the thing, too. This, there's a little bit of timidness with Deuce. I was watching somebody posted a film the other day where somebody set a screen for Deuce's man and Deuce gets to like the three point line, had the man behind him, but let's the man that just get, got picked off back into the play, you know, and then they swing the ball around and they get a bad shot. And in instances like that, I'm like, yo, Deuce, you have your man beat, go to the hole, force a collapse, kick it out, like take advantage of having that man beat. And I don't know. I think it's, I don't know if it's because he's in the NBA and it's not the G League that he feels a little bit more timid, but I want him to keep that G League aggressiveness and bring it here because we need that from Deuce. I, I feel like Deuce moves the ball a lot and we need that, but there's times where he should, you know, press and get to the basket and cause an advantage. And I feel like IQ kind of has the opposite problem sometimes, you know? So I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird with those two. It's weird with the two, but uh, they're both going to have to figure it out because Derrick Rose is not going to be injury free the whole season. That's just not how it works. So uh, he's going to have to figure it out. And also if you, to Obi Toppin, hopefully Obi's okay. He looked like he tweaked an ankle late in the game or something. He was a little gimpy. Um, but if he's not, I expect to see uh, Cam playing some small ball for So you might not even see the last of Cam. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm. All right. That's all. That's all I got to say about that. Salute to the chat. I, I, hey, really? I really talked about everything else I wanted to talk about. I just want to get Jay Boogie's. We, we, me and Ryan, we talked about our season's predictions, but this is your first time here, Jay Boogies. So I want to get your season's predictions. How many wins do you think this team is going to win? 45 and 38. 45 to... Th- okay. my, 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 that's a big range. 45 to 38. 45, 45 and 37, my fault. Four, that's a big range. 37 to 40. That's like a... Uh, okay. 45 that's, that's and 37. What I that's a big range. That's how much more that Brunson means to this team. You know what I'm saying? When you got leadership and somebody that can finish game, we lost a lot of games 
that we should have lost, that we should have won, and we lost games that we gave away. Rushing on the floor, that does not happen. We do not lose a season series against Orlando Magic. No. I look for all these bums. All the bums this year. <laughs> yeah, all the bums. That's a dub. You know yep. what I'm saying? I look for us to win a lot of games that we lost late in the game because we couldn't finish. Facts. I think this is the year we're going to get over the Miami Heat hump. They have gotten weaker. Anthony takes something. That's my homie down here. Mm. Not there. You know what I'm saying? I look for us to take back from Charlotte this year. Oh, Charlotte's you know done though. Yeah. Yeah. They they done. Now, I, I know we got I know we got Philly. I know it's Boston. You got them two clowns. They feel like they, you know what I'm saying? They they back in the YMCA over there on you know, Atlantic Avenue. Um <laughs> you got Milwaukee. Um Cleveland is looking like something. Yeah, Cleveland is looking dangerous. Atlanta. Um, Cleveland and Atlanta. I, I don't even see Atlanta. I don't. I don't see Atlanta because I feel like I feel like if RJ if R, I feel like our two guards can rough them off. We just been playing too soft with them guys. Brunson is not a soft dude. Nah. No. So before you show me up on the court, I'm gonna get in your jersey. That's the type Brunson is. You're not gonna be doing whatever you want to do to me without me, you know, slowing you down some kind of way. And then if Grimes is out there and if RJ is out there, they differently. You know what I'm saying? So I really don't see all that going on in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? I look I look for us to play with the situation between six and seven. Depending on, and then you gotta have some good luck. You know what I'm saying? Last year we had some injuries, health issues. Yeah, I look for that to be on our side. But some of them teams will fall back. Watson had it. I think they gonna wanna break it up, man. I, that's I just. Oh, you think it's a wrap for Boston because of, because of the coach situation? It's a wrap. That's over with. <laughs> that's over with. That you, you lose the head. That's over with. You you, you gonna see? Uh, listen, guys. No, well, when when I remember when Pat Riley left. No, I remember when Jeff Jeff Van Gundy left. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I remember when Jeff Van Gundy left the Knicks. Jeff Van Gundy we, and the Knicks were struggling. Jeff Van Gundy got the team on the right track, and they started going on a little bit winning streak. And then he left. And then everything went downhill from there. Like the track fell off the rails. We couldn't win another game after that. So I know, I know how important the coach is. So trust me when I say I'm keeping my eye on the Celtics. I can't quite call it right now because I don't know what that coach has, but there is an asterisk next to the Celtics right now. But I can't definitively say they're going they going to break up. I have to see what's going to happen. I have to see what's going. Yeah, happen. I think I think they have too much talent for them to really drop off like that. They might not be as good as last season with the coaching, but with Jason Tatum there, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and they got Brogdon through through trade. I can't see them falling off that much. Even even if they're even if the coaching is not top tier, like I can't see them falling off like that. Yeah. Now, as far as Atlanta, the Hawks and Toronto, to me, Toronto always has our number for some damn reason. But I know why. 
I know Ryan, isn't that because they're, they're so they're so they have the long arms and they always blocking our shots. It's very hard to get into offense, offensive sets with those guys. And we always have problems with those guys. Uh, ironically, when we had IQ and OB, he's kind of able to keep up with the athleticism. So, but um, those guys always give us problems. And I am kind of worried about the Hawks with DeJounte Murray because DeJounte is is like low-key all-star. I know he's in the Spurs, but, you know, he might be a problem. And th- that DeJounte Murray, uh, that DeJounte Murray pairing, that's when we're going to really need Grimes. That's when we're really going to be, when people are going to be like, oh, we don't, you know, we can just have Evan. That might be the game where the coach sits Evan down for like the first, after the first three minutes to put Grimes in. Cause that can be a nightmare matchup for Evan Fournier. And we're going to need Grimes for matchups like that. But um, I, I say 42, I say 42 wins. You already heard my, my prediction earlier, Ryan. Me and yeah. me and Ryan were kind of in the same ballpark. I, yeah, I think I Lee and and Raw are more optimistic ones out the bunch. And me and Ryan are like, eh, 41, 42. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll take it though. I'll take it. What happened? I said if it's a as long as it's a winning season, I'm good with it. I'm good with it, man. Winning season, playing. Let's get it. And if we get to the six to seven seed, I'd be extremely happy. I'd be so happy if we get the 50 burger that Lee predicted. All right. What? I'm doing backflips down the streets of Brooklyn if we get a 50 burger. Trust me. Trust me. All right. All right. Yo, guys, that's our show. We're going to wrap it up. Is it hitting, hitting about midnight? Um, I want to thank the good man, Jay Boogie, for stopping by and blessing us. Um, no. so, all right, hold on. And you know, JB, we're we gonna end with the J Boogie special, of course. But uh, before we end, J Boogie, let him know where you can find you. Hey, man, you can find me all over the place, man. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm the living room to all the podcasts, man. I'll be all <laughs> over the podcast. You can find me on Twitter. I ain't opened up my Instagram, I ain't opened up my YouTube yet, but that's on its way real soon, real shortly. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the way with a lot of things, you know. I just been really pretty much, you know, working hard on this album. The album's title is called J Boogie Presents the Knicks in the Booth. You know what I'm saying? And, and the first release up release one release on it is all eyes on us. I'm on my way up there next week. We get ready to shoot a video for the biggest. That's the song catering to everybody that's in the chat. All the fans and everything, because we are the biggest, the biggest fan base it is in the NBA. You know why? Because other teams, other people lead their teams when they're doing bad. We don't never leave our team. That's we always get when we're doing bad. So you know what we're going to be like if we get up, you know what I'm saying? And get all the way up, you know what we're going to be like. So I dedicated that one to them. And also, you know, like last year, um, when the Christmas came, the song didn't get registered until two days after Christmas. So I still got the Christmas, but we back on Christmas. That's that's um, get ready to come back out, start playing this round, man. But I'm just happy being Jay Boogie, man. And shout out to anybody that's going through anything, you know what I'm saying? Blessings and blessings and help and help and safety to all you all. Just know, you know, prayer works. You know, I don't know what you believe in, but just know it's always somebody going through something worse than what you're going through. It's not about what you're going through. It's about what you get through, you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. We've all been through a time. But once you get to the other side, you can always take that use that knowledge and relate it to somebody else that might be going through the same thing that you went through but don't know how to get through it, you mm. know what I'm saying? So 
That's just me, man. I'm I'm all over the podcast. I'm family to everybody, man, because I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, the position I am. I'm in, and I feel like, you know what I'm saying, the fans is the ones that got Jay Boogie being where he's at. So, I, you know, I owe everything I do towards y'all. Because without y'all, I won't be no Jay Boogie. I'll be doing something else, something else in the positive, but I will be doing what I'm doing right now, you know what I'm saying? Once again, thank you to JL, and thank you to his partner, Ron, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to Sim. Me and Sim working on something, too, you know what I'm saying? We we in the lab, we cooking, you know, he into making beats and all that, too. So shout out to Sim if he's still watching it, you know what I'm saying? So just letting y'all know. Be prepared, man. This thing, this album, I work hard on this album, y'all. I work hard on it. I'm telling you, fire. I agree, man. That's see y'all do, man. Grind mode, man. We all in grind mode, man. Different reasons. Shout out to Jay Boogie. Thank you for blessing us. And yeah, man. Definitely check out his music. And congratulations, Obi showing sharing your uh your, your song on his on his uh Twitter. That's big. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I need to start promoting Obi. You Obi, I need to go with you to to to, to um to um to um defend your title. Ain't nobody in history of a dunk contest ever brought their own song out there. Mm. I'm gonna start promoting that. And today is the first day I'm starting saying that everywhere. Obi, I need to go with you to the All-Star game and spit your song when you coming out there on the floor. Yo, that'll be fire. That'll be fire. Right there, Obi. That'll be fire. That'll be fire. All right, Ryan G, let them know where you can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can also find me at Sergi's Corner. Content's definitely coming soon. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. Yeah, you can always find us at the K-O-T Show on Twitter and Nick Thomas Show on Facebook and Instagram. And you already know you can buy the, the K-O-T snapbacks you want at NickTomasShow.com. Get your K-O-T snapbacks in blue and orange, black and white. And yeah, that's it. And you know what we're also going to do? You know this for you. Oh, blue, tried and true with a nick. New York, New York. Oh, your blue, tried and true with a nick. New York. We still some nickel bockers. Old world shockers, all eyes on us. Coming in like Willis Reed. Y'all going to see all eyes on us. New York, New York, New York, New York, New York, all eyes on us, all eyes on us, coming in like Willis Ridge, y'all gon' see all eyes on us, we still some nigga bockers, whole world shockers, all eyes on us, oh, they are wrong, dead, no fight in the future, set for the young kids, let off, it's a straight aim. I wish the worst in the best way for Danny Hayes. You wanna rob a bar, I trust big Strip a pound, take the local off New York, nigga. I guess by now you don't feel a shine. Them ain't crazy for enough, them quitting grind. Let me give you a little history. Us New Yorkers reacting that quickly. Why you think we got the media watching? Fast break through the lane, become that OB topic. Straight back, when we got the best clothes. When you inject, you take your shirt off like Gary Rose. All you used to be Knicks fans, go ahead and switch. This that block this muscle, so I'm on these niggas. Like, please, dog, I'm trying to play. I walk the garden with a peacoat like a Fournier. A Knicks jersey from Levi's and Buttertim. This ain't a loop, this an alley used to jerk for them. Keep it real, however, we got a different style. I called Deuce for the pressure, he gave me eight now. Same to pop 
read the Bible and know the Quran. Just live your dreams every day, make them seem like quads. Catch the youth before they hit their prime. Work hard, get recorded, call I'm talking to all the East God. I brought Jenny from the West, now he's the East God. Just lane number 11, you know the rock. Now you plan to get the squad with a baby pen. Look at Julius right now, he know it's game time. The off-season loose weight, pivot baseline. Like a big bucket being made when it's crunch time. That jazz step left hand in your face time. I know it's great for everything, you see the six hard. But turn it upside right, you see that side guard. Right now around for the season, I'm making profit. I need 26 mil off that college check. The truth is you gotta be a little tougher every time we play my Jimmy Butler, I need an MIP all star play. I got it happen. Pretty boy, young Keith Sweat, Broadway Barry. I know we got a lot of haters. I know we got a lot of doubters. But one thing for sure, us is that orange and blue, we gon' always stick together. It's us against the world. Come in here like Willis Green. Y'all gon' see all I want. Still some nigga bucker. There it is. There it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The new J Boogie. And then they're right. The man is in the building. Cop that yes, song sir. right now. Run it up. Is, is it on your DSP, yes. J Boogie? Nah, I ain't got it. I ain't, I ain't even got it. The only ones that got it is the guys that's playing it on the podcast. I ain't even released it yet. Got you, got you. You hear it here first, then. It's going. It's coming, though. Trust. Trust. Yeah, we just trying to make it blow out the face. Steve Stout, I need that check. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Stop playing. Playing all, all, all this other Google, Google, Google Gaga and all that. You'll cut the checks, Steve. Stop cut playing the with check. me. I already know. Don't play with us. All right. All we got right. eight more bangers. In the tub. All right. That is our show. We will be back. Trust. Trust. Next game is Wednesday. We will be back Wednesday. Who knows? Maybe we'll be back before then. But definitely check us out. That is our show. All right. And guess what? You already know what it is. As always. Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Nick's YouTube streets. That is our show. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace.